Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Earlier this week, the EU forecast Irish GDP to grow by 4.9% this year. Even though that's the highest in Europe, many economists simply shrugged. That's because GDP is now regarded with disdain as a measure of the Irish economy. Such is the size of the foreign direct ownership, foreign FDI sector in this country. Others prefer to use gross national product or something called modified domestic demand as a better gauge of Irish output. But which is the best? Simon Barry is the former chief economist with Ulster Bank and he's been following the story for years. Good morning, Simon. Can you remind us what GDP is first? Yeah, of course, Joe. GDP is the international benchmark measure of economic activity. And it it has been the benchmark for for many, many decades. And that is because um, typically GDP is the most comprehensive gauge of economic activity and, and all economic activity that takes place in the economy over a particular period of time. So that's why we continue to see all of the international agencies, including the Commission, as you say, but also the IMF and the OECD, um, continuing to, to publish GDP as, as the main benchmark barometer or measure of, of how economies are performing and, and, uh, and, and how uh, economic growth is evolving from one period or one year to, to the next. But it does not take into account huge repatriation of profits which happen from this country. Exactly. Well, there are a plethora of reasons to be very cautious about making um, significant use of of GDP in an Irish context. And I guess it it is worth making one important point here, which is that it's not in any way that the GDP figures in Ireland are in any way unreliable or that they're not being produced in full accordance with all of the international standards. They are. The, The Irish Statistical Office, the CSO, goes to great lengths to ensure that all of its statistics are produced in full conformity with with standards. It's just that as a gauge of uh, true meaningful activity in Ireland, um, there are a a number of shortcomings which the standard international benchmark measure uh, uh, is is suffering from. And as you say, one of those is the fact that a, a huge amount of profit that is generated in Ireland doesn't accrue to Irish citizens are to, uh, to to Irish business owners, um, and that that is the the driver of one significant wedge between GDP and and other measures. But it's it's not just the the profit outflows, and and they are huge. So in the latest year that we have uh, the figures for, it's a, it's a hundred billion story that profit outflow each each year. Um, but that, but that's not the end of it. There are other uh, issues going on as well, which which mean that the the CSO has gone to some lengths to try and construct these alternative gauges, these alternative metrics which are attempting to try and get to a better answer to the question, well, what's a meaningful metric for how the Irish economy is performing? And they are working on one which works on salaries paid in this country or income flowing to individuals. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, exactly, because a lot of the focus has been on the national accounts framework, and, and that's understandable. And, you know, we've we've had measures like GNI, STAR, or modified national income and modified domestic demand, as you mentioned in, in your intro. But um, I, I think it's, it's always really useful and important, I think, personally, um, to pay close attention to what's happening in the labour market. And, and that's for a, a few reasons, just quickly. One is because I think measures of the labour market have a high level of intuitive appeal. In other words, people can readily... Uh, identify with measures of of the number of jobs out there or the the level of unemployment. Secondly, because uh, itself, it directly measures important areas of the economy. So as a barometer itself, employment is a really good gauge of, of how things are going. 
And thirdly, because employment and the labour market itself acts as a driver of so many other parts of the economy, including, for example, uh, consumer spending, but also maybe the housing market and, and a range of other areas. So so one innovation, which I think has potentially not quite got the amount of attention and coverage that it deserves, is last summer, um, the CSO, the Central Statistics Office, began to produce um, uh, an estimate of payrolls in Ireland. Um, so in other words, a, a count of the number of people um, who have been paid for work in a particular month. Um, and the innovation that they're bringing to us, uh, uh, data users and, and analysts, is um, that they're making use of a new data set, uh, which arises because of the modernization uh, work that's been underway at the Revenue Commissioners. Um, and it's, and so, it's almost in real time, isn't it? I'm sorry to rush you, but unfortunately, we ran, we're running out of time. So do you think this is something we should consider seriously to, to measure our economic growth? Absolutely. It, it, has the, it has the advantage of being at a higher frequency. So we get it every month. It's much more timely. So, for example, later today, we're going to get estimates for December, whereas the official Labour Force survey measure of employment, as, as it stands today, only refers back to Q3 of last year. So it's, it's really timely, oh, really sweet. comprehensive and a really welcome development. Well, I look forward to getting you back on the show when we're using that a lot more often. That's Simon Barry, the former chief economist with Ulster Bank. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.